Turning to our first segment for immigrants detained in the New York City area by ICE, the first stop before deportation is often the Bergen or Hudson County jails across the river in New Jersey. The conditions in these facilities are so bad that ICE detainees at the Bergen County Jail recently went on a 31-day hunger strike to demand changes. Protesters who have rallied to their support have faced a wave of violence recently. Six of them were injured last week when a car plowed into them while they were marching on Manhattan's east side. On Saturday, police attacked the protesters outside the jail and arrested nine of them. Here's a clip from that police riot. Joining us this evening to talk about the protests outside the Bergen County Jail and the conditions inside the jail is Brian Garita from Mexicanos Unidos. Brian, thank you for your patience and welcome to the Independent News Hour. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm it's a pleasure to be here and be narrate my, my story and the story of the people. Sure thing. So uh let's go straight to the point. Why why are y'all out there a day after day outside the Bergen County Jail? Well, we've been the out in- there recently. What are the conditions inside? Yeah, well, we've been out there recently because of the hunger strikers and the fight that they've led. Um, and they're, they're hunger striking because uh, they were denied. And during the course of this hunger strike, they were denied medication. Um, one, of the, one of the hunger strikers was stripped and beaten by correctional officers. Um, some of them were threatened with Guantanamo tactics, and a few of them were transferred to other facilities. So it was important that we get out there and try to raise awareness and make noise and show solidarity with the hunger strikers. Mm. And can you describe uh, some of the conditions that exist inside the jail that that prompted that protest or that hunger strike? Yeah, well, they don't have any heat right now, especially in 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 which is even worse right now in the winter. Um, some of them were forced to drink toilet water because of lack of access to clean water. Um, some of them were denied medication, um, and then overall, overall, the the during this. COVID pandemic, many of them haven't had access to adequate um, space, adequate um, health measures um, that really, really address the COVID pandemic. Um, A few of them actually were tested for COVID and they weren't given their results back. And actually a couple of them that were tested for COVID were actually transferred away. So we don't even know if they have COVID or not. Mm. And last last week, you all held a march in Manhattan, started at Bryant Park, I believe, and Y'all were over around Third Avenue and 39th Street when a car plowed into into your protest and six people were injured and taken to the hospital and a woman, the driver, was arrested afterwards. Can can you talk about that incident and the effect it's had on y'all? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't there on the ground. That was uh, organized by the People's March. They're great organizers, and they, they really did um, us a favor and they did Hunger Strikers a favor by really um, – by doing that on Friday and, and by, you know, the violence that they were met with, it really amplified the need of the ICE detainees. So, but in regards to the, to the effect that it had on the organizers and the protesters themselves, I feel like it really invigorated us. I feel like it really gave us, you know, more of a reason to show up because a few of our comrades from the People's March were hurt. So it was important for us to, to still show up the next day and still be powerful and still raise our voices. And that very next day, I believe on, it was on Saturday. Uh, we had the incident that we heard a, a little clip from earlier 
where all of a sudden the, the police uh, charged the protesters. And can you, I guess, describe what happened and uh, what the what the aftermath of that has been? For sure. Yeah. When we got there, you know, again, that was a peaceful protest. Um, and then one of our one of the people in the protest across the street to take a picture of what was going on to document from a different uh, perspective. And then the police, the cops, the officers from Bergen County, they asked her to get off the sidewalk, which, again, is a public sidewalk. So she had every right to be there documenting. And when a few of our our people went went over to voice their, you know, their displeasure with the fact that the cops, you know, were trying to suppress documentation of, of what was going on. Um, they ended up arresting one of our friends, Jorge, um, and that happened very early. And after that happened, honestly, it provoked a lot of resentment, a lot of anger towards the cops because we were only there peacefully protesting. So for them to come out with riot gear, it really just showed us what they felt about our, our peaceful protest about our First Amendment right. Um, and after that, chaos ensued. Um, but it, was, it wasn't due to the protesters. It was due to the police who really aggravated the situation by pepper spraying us by macing us, by throwing smoke grenades, um, and really, really overall being violent and brutalizing protesters. As a matter of fact, one of our comrades that was taken inside was actually um, tied from her legs and her, and her, and her hands. So, and, and she was left like that in her cell. So it really just shows like what, what goes on. Um, and then on Sunday, when our comrade Liz was violently taken out, taken out of her car, um, and arrested and, and given trumped up charges. Yeah, it seems like you'll have uh, definitely uh, poked a hornet's nest over there at, at the jail. Uh, we're going to have to go here in a minute, but uh, can you let our listeners know uh, what they can do to help or uh, as well as what you all plan to do next? Yeah, for sure. In regard to Liz, our, our comrade Liz, it'd be very helpful if everybody called the Bergen County Prosecutor at 201 Six four six two three zero zero, and the extension is seven seven five zero, and also five six six zero. And it's important to call and ask to, for them to drop the charges. One of them being rioting, and the other being um, terroristic threats, um, which are just trumped up charges to intimidate protesters. And then in the future, we will continue to fight against Bergen County Jail until they cut the ICE contract. Right now, they get paid one hundred and twenty per ICE detainee, and it's important that we put people over profit. And it's important that we continue to fight against Bergen County and all fascist and xenophobic policies. And that's $120 per night per detainee, correct? Yes, correct. So, so it's right. So for them, it's a big revenue stream and they're and they're really overlooking the human cost. Definitely. Well, Brian Garita, we thank you so much for uh, joining us this evening on the Independent News Hour and, and, and letting us know about this uh, campaign that, that you all are leading. Thank you, John. I appreciate the time and, and thank you guys for giving us space. You bet.